Welcome to the Faith-Based Business Podcast with your host, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. On this podcast, we interview fellow entrepreneurs who are willing to share their stories, their trials, and their triumphs in business, all in an effort to help you avoid the same obstacles and to achieve success faster. But at all times, continue to rely on our faith to see us through to victory. Now with today's guest, here is your host, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello everyone everywhere, Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Faith-Based Business Podcast. Praise God, we're so blessed that you're joining us today. R.J. Redden is a good friend of mine. I met through another connection we have online together, Steve Rosenbaum. And I was so impressed by what she was doing. I just had to get her on the program today to share all about it with you. She is a coach who helps her clients skyrocket their business. How? By helping them to find their marketing superpower. Amen. Help me welcome to the program my newfound friend, RJ Redden. RJ, thank you for taking the time to come on the show today and share all about how you're going to bless others looking to grow their business. I do appreciate it. I appreciate it as well. We're going to have a good time. I feel it. Amen. Amen. Now, this is not the usual first question I ask, but with RJ, let's get this out of the way right up front. I know this is an audio podcast, so our listeners can't see this, but for those that will see the video later on, folks, she's dressed in a superhero cape with goggles. Praise the Lord. Now, I've heard this story, but for our listeners and, and then folks who will visit your website later, RJ, what's up with the cape and goggles? I tell you, it is, it's a it's a whole story, my friend, and it goes just like this. I was going to an event, probably it was uh 2018, going to an event. I'd been doing uh I've been doing coaching forever, I'd been doing bots for a little while. I I was just, you know, I was going to the event pretty much to get out of the house. <laughs> the event organizer was a friend of mine. I saw her on a, a live stream and I thought, I'll, I'll go taunt her for a while. You know, you got to build people's character. Yeah, and course. she was on there talking about her event. She said it was superhero themed. And me being a smart aleck wrote in the comments, if it's a superhero theme, I'm wearing a cape. Now. Bob, did I expect her to even see the comment? No, uh, I expected her to be watching the screen, but no, uh, she saw the comment, stopped and said, RJ, you better wear a cape. And I was like, uh, okay, I'm caught. Uh, you know, basically I've been dared in front of people. And uh, so I I grabbed a $7 cape off of Amazon. It came with a real itchy mess that didn't fit my head properly, way too small. And uh, I, I, I wore it to this event. Now, did anybody else dress up? No, <laughs> not even the lady that I was friends with organizing the event. No, nobody else dressed up. But now, now it's a thing. Um, and uh, I... What I found out quite accidentally, uh, because I did not plan on this, uh, what I found out was that I'm actually kind of, uh, at least I was at the time, pretty shy, pretty shy of meeting. I can't believe that. 
<laughs> I know, I know. Like you would spot me at a, an event in Omaha with my back against the wall, uh, next to somebody I know, probably a beverage in my hand, uh, all, all, all things saying, hey, get away from me. I'm already in a conversation, you know, because I was that shy about what I did and, and who I was. And uh, I had even wondered, should I go to this conference? Should I spend the money to get out of, you know, uh, get away from home and, and do this thing? Because I'm not, I don't connect with people very well. Amen. Uh, what I found out is if you wear a cape, they come to you. <laughs> uh, what I found out is that not only will they come to you, they will come running across the room uh, and they will obviously like right off know that that conversation isn't going to be normal. <laughs> so if you mess up in any way, people just kind of, they're, they're fine with it. They laugh it off. I learned that wearing a cape was amazing for me and that I felt amazing in it. I did not plan to go any further with that. I just thought, isn't this hilarious? <laughs> While I was there, I was invited to another uh, speaking event. Three weeks later, same town, Phoenix. Uh, I I took my cape and goggles with me because I I was considering it. You know, I was considering it, but I just didn't know because this this wasn't a themed event, and you know, maybe more business people there. Maybe they won't take me any seriously at all, and all of the stuff. And uh, I put it in my backpack. Uh, I, I have it if I need it. I walk in the door and a lady named Kat, uh, a lady named Kat stood up. She had seen me three weeks before. She stood up. She walked over to me and she said, uh, where's the cape and goggles? And I said, well, I wasn't sure. You know, I wasn't sure if I should do all that. You know, if people will think I'm gimmicky. Uh, she said, no, you turn around, uh, put on that cape and come back in this room. That is your brand. And she go. was a branding specialist. So there what do go. I know? You um, yeah. you know, and I thought, well, if, if I've been given permission, mm -hmm. um, maybe I'll try this again because I had gotten such a great response the time before. And what I came to know during that second weekend was that, the Cape gave me permission and freedom to just be myself and that just being myself, being able to tell the jokes I want to tell and, and hang out with people and hand them a little plastic ninja, uh, <laughs> you know, all of the things that I wanted to be, I could just be with the Cape and goggles and nobody would, nobody would even bit bat an eye. In fact, I got a lot of business from it. Amen. And then that was it. Amen. That was Amen. it. Yeah, when a branding specialist says this is your brand, you got to listen. <laughs> I mean, I had nothing really. Uh, so, of course, yes, I'm going to listen. Yes. Amen. 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 Well, now I'll go back to the first question I usually start with, right? And that's tell us in your own words who is RJ Redden? Well, I would say that for, for once and for all, RJ Redden is a human finding their way in the world. I never stop learning. I never stop learning about new stuff, 
about, you know, stuff that's going on out there. I never stop experimenting. I never stop trying things because at my heart, I want to make entrepreneurship easier for people. I have a talent with technology and I have a talent with being with people. Now, those two things don't always exist in the same brain at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Usually when someone's, you know, their, their talents, technology, you think, you know, like, like if you put your goggles down and make those your glasses, that's what you're thinking of, you know, and just, you know, huh, you're, you're talking to me, you know, oh, <laughs> yeah. the poindexter type thing, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Just slide the food under the door. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and no shame, no shame to folks who love to code, but don't necessarily love to be with people. I get it. Uh, and, uh, and for me, I don't code. I, the things that my bots do, if you ask me to physically repeat them, I could not do that without my coder. Uh, and so, uh, yeah. No shame, but I have a talent both ways. And so that helps me lead people in, lead people into the tribe, invite them in and serve them and invite them and serve them. And that's the cycle for me. Amen. Amen. Well, as I was preparing for today's interview, I found something I want to ask you about. Okay. Is it true you spent five months in a foreign country just to help you learn how to explain things more effectively to people. I did. I did because here's the thing. Language gets in the way. So my obsession with explaining things to people, I've been helping entrepreneurs forever, uh, especially coaches. Uh, I, when you are teaching somebody, and you you know this, you know this, when you're teaching somebody something important and they don't understand, there's a certain look that they get in their eye. Mm-hmm. That yeah. look makes me go, okay, I really need to change the way that I'm explaining this. And I need to change it until I get something that clicks with this human being. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you risk being just talk louder and slower. You know, and I'm saying that does not, that makes people feel so not very smart. Right. And I can't afford to act that way. Uh, that my business is that I will find another way and another way and another way to explain something. I'll use an analogy. Okay, that didn't work. I'll use a story. Okay, I'm now going to look around your office and see if there's anything that I can latch on to to help me explain what I'm talking about. And I'll do it over and over again until you say, okay, that makes sense to me. So one needs to develop this skill, my friend. Uh, One way, do some improv, that'll help. But the second way, (laughs) which is what I chose to do, (laughs) I chose to go overseas. I chose to, uh, I was in... Uh, Germany for three months. And then I was in Austria for two. I was in uh, this entrepreneurship program over there, this this transfer program. And I got lost a lot. <laughs> uh, I got lost so much and, um, and it needed to find my way home. And I had the wrong ticket in the lunch line. And I didn't have my thing printed out for the train station. And there were, there were a lot of situations that I got myself in where 
I'm speaking to somebody who's who maybe can speak English, but German's their thing. I'm in Germany. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. how do you start? How do you start to bridge that gap? How do you find the common element you both have and start to start to bridge that? Um, I used my hands a lot. Uh, I drew a lot of pictures Mm -hmm. and that taught me some great, great lessons. I am so happy. I went over, it was a, it was a trip of a lifetime. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I've, I've spent my share of time overseas. Uh, you know, I was in Korea because of the military and I spent a total of almost four years over there total, uh, off, you know, back and forth and all that. And, you know, the last time I went over there, I had enough of the lingo down where I could, you know, order beer and food and stuff like that. That was important, but, uh, you know, the, the, the essentials, you know, and I could communicate, uh, with broken Korean and broken English. Cause most of the people I was interacting could speak broken English, you know, and they would laugh at my Korean, but yeah, I would laugh at their English too. But, uh, yeah, we would make it, you know, we're, oh, okay, you're going here. Okay. Well, it's how much, this is how much the taxi cost. Okay. I'm good with that. Let's go type thing. But the first time I was over there, oh my God. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I can relate 100% to what you're, you're talking about there. Amen. I just had to ask that. Now, how did you come up with the concept of black belt bots and first explain what the bot is about? Absolutely. Um, one of the, the corner tenets uh, that I should believe, believe should be emblazoned on stone uh, and set up somewhere hugely visible is please don't ever let technology people name things. Uh, because we end up with things like the cloud. Okay, picture it. 10 years ago, uh, I'm sitting in a coffee shop working with an entrepreneur and I say to him, you know, it's really becoming pretty common for people to store their stuff in the cloud. We're sitting at Starbucks next to a window. What does he do? He looks out the window and he says that. And I thought technology people should not be allowed to name things. (laughs) Because they name stuff that is completely different from what it actually is and how it actually functions. Um, So bots, please, if you're if you're within the sound of my voice, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. (laughs) We're not going into, uh, you know, uh, we're not going into the Terminator scenario. Uh, My bots are conversational bots that help people qualify who they want to talk to on the phone Mm. or they help people onboard new clients. Um, If you're a photographer and somebody has hired you for a shoot, there are some things that you would love your client to do before you got there. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, But most people, you know, they'll send a huge email and then show up at the place and go, why isn't this person ready? Um, because uh, email just doesn't, it doesn't trip our trigger anymore. Yeah. Um, but if you immediately give them a QR code to sign when you sign the deal 
and it walks them through the process. Uh, and you give them a little, you know, give them a little gift or some points or an award for going through that for you, or even, you know, a 5% discount or an extra bonus. Um, then all of a sudden everybody's all the time. Yeah. And so my bots at the very, at the very simplest explanation, the foundation stone of bots is imagine a conversation you've had a thousand times. I can take that conversation or that information dump and put it into an adventure that your clients will love to do. And all of a sudden, not only do you never have to have that conversation again, but you also have given your clients an awesome experience before they even sit down with you. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Well, how'd you come up with the concept of black belt bots? Well, so a long time ago, I was in martial arts, Kempo karate I was in, and I loved it. I loved it so much, but I just, uh, with the jobs and everything else, life happening, I just couldn't continue and always regretted it. So when I had, you know, a Facebook group online, uh, it was always like the technology dojo or, you know, some sort of, a some sort of martial arts and, and ninjas. I'm in love with ninjas, uh, especially cute cartoon ones. And I just, uh, they make me giggle every single time. So when I was first doing bots and I'm talking about, this is the first two weeks I'm doing bots. I built one for a client of mine. Um, and, uh, and she absolutely loved it. And she said, you know, think about turning your business over to this because if you can niche down in one area and become the expert in one area, you'll feel a lot less pulled around by everything and you'll be able to really dive deep and do new things and, and, and do crazy stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I like the sound of that, but what am I going to call it? And she said, black belt bots. And how how fast do you think I typed up Google domains? Uh, because <laughs> yeah, amen. That's right. Amen. Uh, bought it immediately. Uh, I have been black belt bots ever since. And uh, you know, I I don't always lead with with bots. I don't always lead with them. Depends on who I'm talking to, um, because of the people misunderstand the word. I mean, when I told my sister, my sister, I have known this woman 49 years. I sit down for a haircut and because she cuts my hair and, and she said, what do you, so what's happening in business lately? And I said, Oh, uh, I'm, I'm doing bots now. And she said, do you mean like with Russia and Twitter? And I said, no, I I don't. Bots can mean so many things. Uh, So so sometimes I don't lead with that, um, but we always get to that mechanism that can help you have more meaningful conversations and less repetitive conversations. Yeah. Amen. That's so true too. Amen. You know, I I, I had to chuckle when you're talking about getting that domain name when this is two, three years ago now. And I had Freedom Through Faith Ministries. I had the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. I had the podcast training platform. I had one other thing too I was doing. And one day, you know, I was 
trying to, you know, send emails out that, you know, and to do this, you go here to do this one, you go to this website, to this, that you go with this. If you want this, you go over here. And the Holy Spirit said, how many businesses are you running for me? I was like, four. <laughs> yeah. And they all had their own domains, their own, you know, e emails and the whole thing, you know. And he said, why don't you combine them under one domain and just promote that one? Because my marketing budget was split up for four. You know? yeah. And he says, why don't you just do this? He goes, well, what would I call it? And he dropped the name, Podcasters for Christ. I'm like, yeah, like that domain's going to be available. Do, 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 do. It was. Whoa. Oh, it wasn't no more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I just wanted to chuck it. was like the same thing, you know? It's like, yeah, right. Like that's really going to be, a, yeah. Oh, wow. Bought right there, you know? And then I went through and set up the website. So now I just promote one website. And then you can go where you want to go with depending on what you need. It is so easy when when you simplify the process. And that's what the bots do, right? Yeah. And and you know, a lot of times people think, oh, more software, more complication. If you can get one thing to do five things, yeah. 10 things for you yep. that free your time. I mean, most of the people that I work with are coaches who are very heart driven and they, you know, their biggest wish is bring people more transformation in the world. If they were given a choice between doing admin for the business and actually touching people's hearts, mm -hmm. they're going to touch people's hearts every time. Yep. Um, and so my job is how can I simplify their process in their world and help them create an epic journey at the same time? Yeah. Amen. Amen. I, I know, you know, in martial, I also had background in martial arts when, because of all the trips to Korea, I was in Taekwondo right? and, uh, never got my black belt. I got my second degree blue belt, but that was far as I went, but I know in martial arts, you, you start off with a beginner belt. And yep. then a white belt, you know, that's the white belt. And then proceed up to ultimately, if you keep going, you get the black belt. How does this apply to your coaching program? <clears throat> well, so for me, I actually have uh, some, for my, for my clients, I have gamification uh, opportunities through an accountability bot. <laughs> so in my, in my program and in my community, we celebrate when people uh, hit their belts. Uh, we have little, you know, we have little ceremonies. We do, we do the thing. We do the whole thing. I, I love creating a world and the belt levels are part of the world of you, you know, the client getting their stuff done. I don't like to present accountability as, oh, you said you were going to do this this morning and you haven't gotten it done yet. Uh, we have enough guilt. Uh, let us just, let us not have that anymore. Let us have, instead of having a to-do list, let's have a to-da list. <laughs> um, you know, and so people, you know, my clients, they pop into my bot, uh, my accountability bot every day. And, uh, and they kind of report on, you know, 
How many reach outs did you do today? How many thank yous and reviews did you do today? How many meetings did you have? Uh, you know, kind of ha- they have these choices and then they report and then they, you know, we celebrate them with gifts and different things. And uh, yeah, and then it brings them to those belt milestones in which they get extra superpowers. I mean, because, you know, color of belt, yes, but extra superpowers. Yes, yes. Um, so, uh, and, and you know, they get to show off in the community as well. So it's really about, I, I, you know, I'm on, I'm on the road. A lot of, a lot of coaches, especially the big ones, you know, kind of sell packages. Okay. You'll be with me for a year. You'll be with me for, you know, this part, this amount of time. I went away from that a couple of years ago because it implies that at some point I'm going to stop caring about you. Absolutely not true. Uh, actually not true. And what I've shifted to is much more of a membership format where I think this class would be great for you. So I'm going to open it to you and you can take that at will. Um, but the community where we walk together, shoulder to shoulder, where I am learning just as much as everybody else. And, uh, you know, I mean, I built the place, but I didn't build the place so that I could have a top down, uh, the coach says something and now everybody goes, woo. And we all go away. Um, I didn't, I didn't want that kind of community. I want, I want a place where we're continuing to learn together because that, that old African proverb, right? If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So, uh, so I, I hope I vaguely answered that question. (laughs) You know, like I said, it, I agree uh, because there's a lot of coaching programs. You're like, man, I got to commit to six months on this, you know, and I don't know what my schedule is going to be. And, you know, what happens if three months down the road, I'm like, I'm not getting anything else out of this, you know I mean? So, yeah, it's got to be a, you know, you can continue as long as you want. You know, and the the free exchange of ideas. I love that because, like I said, a lot of people go in and say, "Okay, what do I do next, Coach?" You know, okay, well, you know, have you done this, this, and this? You know, they give ideas, but at the same time, it's like you're not helping me the way that you know you're supposed to build this for me, and then show me how to work it. You know, type thing. So yeah, I love what you're doing with that community. Yeah. But how do you set up the bots for your clients? I mean, there has to be a lot of programming and setup that, you know, does the person have to do the work? You tell, okay, do this, do this, or, you know, how's all that work? No way, way too ridiculously complicated. I did used to do that. When I first started out in bots, they were super easy to jump into. But then again, they didn't do a fraction of what my bots do now and what they can do for people. So I don't teach people how to build anymore. Uh, there's, there's a lot of classes out there. Um, there's schools out there. That's not for me. I want to dream with you. I want to love your clients with you and build them something special. Uh, so uh, b- we play a lot of role-playing games at the house here. Uh, and um, one of the things in role-playing games is the the world that the game inhabits, and you can think of this as, as video games too, the world that the people inhabit has to have something to do with them. 
if you want to keep your clients engaged with you long-term, not just, okay, I'm really excited about this class. I just laid down a whole bunch of money. Let's go. That first week energy is so great. But what about 16th week energy? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, for me, building a world, building the world that cares about them, communicates with them, keeps up with what's going on, uh, building a building a world that cares about them essentially. Uh, that's the secret, I think, to keeping people engaged long term. Amen. Amen. Hey, folks, Pastor Bob here. We're all out of time today's portion of this great interview with R.J. Redden. And normally I don't do this, but I'm going to shut her down here because we had such a great conversation. R.J. and I just hit it off and and we just kept talking for about an hour about her business and the importance of it. And I hope you get how important technology is to a business today, that you can automate things that that just removes a lot of the burden from your manual efforts of doing things. And that's what RJ has been sharing with us. Well, uh, be sure to come back for the very next episode as we'll conclude this interview with RJ. But in the meantime, drop down to the show notes, click the links right there, get in touch with her, see how she can help you slimline all your processes and just make your job a lot easier. Till next time, it's Pastor Bob Romani. Be blessed in all that you do. You have been listening to the Faith-Based Business Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. We appreciate you as a listener and fellow believer and want to encourage you in your entrepreneurial efforts. These programs are designed to provide you with information that you can use in your business to achieve success faster and avoid the obstacles that try to impede your success. All information on this podcast is for entertainment and information use only. Some of the products and services listed in the links may contain affiliate links and Pastor Bob will earn a small commission when you click those links at no additional cost to you. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode is published. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcasts. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. 
You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success. Thank you.